field was now abnormally quiet, peaceful. Chris sighed, and Zynel gave her a fond look. Zynel! Chris! Chuck Mitford's parade ground voice reached their ears over the muted sounds that Baby was making. They looked back to the hangar and saw Chuck urgently waving to them. He was talking to someone who had just pulled up in a runabout. Oh, now what? The testy demand left Chris's mouth before she could suppress it. She was tired, and she earnestly desired a shower and a long sleep. She'd even arranged with the creche to keep Zane overnight, since she knew herself to be stretched to the limit after the tense voyage home and the stress of landing all the pitiful, mind-wiped people. We'd better see, Zynel said, taking her hand in his big one and pressing it encouragingly. Don't you ever get tired and just have too much, Zynel? This is one of those moments when his equanimity bordered on the unforgivable. Yes, but it passes, he said, leading her to where Chuck Mitford waited for them with the passenger of the runabout. It wasn't a long walk, but long enough for Chris to get her irritation and impatience under control. If Zynel could hack it, so could she. But when would she get a shower? She stank. Well, maybe her body odor would encourage whoever this was to shorten their errand. What's up, Sarge? she asked, noticing that he was talking to a woman she vaguely recognized from the fourth drop, as much because she managed to look elegant in the basic Katani coverall. Chris wondered if she'd taken it in at crucial spots to make it look so fashionable. She was fleetingly envious of such expertise. Dorothy Duarte, who's heading the psychology team, needs some of your time, and right now, Chuck said, and had the grace to add, Though I'd guess another meeting's the last thing you two need right now. It is, Chris said without thinking, but she smiled at the psychologist to take the sting out of her candor. It is important. And Zynel's question was more statement than query. Yes, it is quite urgent, Dorothy said with an apologetic smile. We need to know more about that mind probe before we can proceed with any sort of effective or therapeutic treatment. Why don't you use a small office? Chuck said, gesturing to that end of the immense hangar. Zynel squeezed Chris's hand and murmured, This won't take long. I know very little about the probe. I was hoping you'd know something, if only the history of its use among your people, Dorothy said ruefully, and then looked about for a place to park the runabout. Now I'll take care of it for you. Chuck said so helpfully that Chris smothered a grin. Dorothy Duarte gave him a warm smile for his offer. We've had a bit of outrageous luck, she said as they walked to the right-hand side of the immense hangar where other small offices had been constructed. We could use some, Chris agreed, struggling for amiability. Indeed we could, though I must say that hijacking all those poor people out from under Eosi domination is certainly their good luck and you deserve a lot of credit for that act of kindness. What she didn't say rang loud and clear to Chris. There were some who weren't sure she and Zynel deserved any credit. As well for them that Ray Scott had loudly declared that he took full responsibility for the decision to save the damaged humans, so no one could blame that on Zynel or her. Actually, the guilty were the Eosi, but too many people failed to make a distinction between overlord and underling. Chris's mood swung back to negative again. But until we... And Dorothy's hand on her chest meant all the psychologists and psychiatrists on botany who would now take charge of the mind white. Understand as much as possible about the mechanism. Ah, here we are. And she opened the door to the small office and automatically fumbled for a light switch on the wall. 
Chris had seen the cord and pulled it. Oh, I suppose I'll get used to it in time, Dorothy said with an apologetic grin. You're a fourth drop, aren't you? Chris replied as neutrally as possible while Zynel closed the door behind them. There were several desks against the long stone wall, but a table and chairs made an appropriate conference spot by the wide window. There was nothing but darkness outside since the hangar faced south, and there were no habitations yet beyond the field. You said you had a bit of outrageous luck? Chris asked when they were seated. Yes. Not everyone in the group you brought had been mind-wiped. Certainly the deskies, rugs, and turs weren't. Nor all the humans, Dorothy said, smiling over such a minor triumph. They weren't? Chris asked, exchanging surprised glances with Zynel. Yes. Some faked the vacuity of the mindless. Faked it? Dorothy smiled more brightly.